This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Hallelujah. You know, when you have um, a, a pastor who has um, sown into your life and has set the stage and has raised the bar, sometimes you feel a little bit, um, you know, tense to say, okay, what are you going to say that will actually impact life? But I trust God that God will impact your life as the world comes forth this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. For those of us watching online, thank you for tuning in this morning. Please, um, I ask that you be attentive to the word of God this morning. Take notes as much as you can, and I pray that the Lord himself will bless you and meet you at the point of your needs in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Before I go into, the uh, into my, my, my sermon for this morning, I want to share a testimony of what the Lord has done for me. Um, the Lord, you know, I, I, I think I started a position um, sometime last year, late last year. And I, I, I trust God. I said, you know, this position is a term, but I want it to become permanent. Um, I don't want it to just be a term. And God did it um, towards the end, um, sometime this, this year. It's a short, short period of time. It's, it's, it's a rare, uh, rare occurrence in that, in that ministry that you, you get a perm just within the, less than a year. But God did it, right? I, gave, I, I testified about that. But I also said, God, I want more. You know, um, I, I don't think I should be at this level. I want more. And that's, that's part of my message this morning. I want more. And uh, I was trusting God, praying. And Pastor said, uh, give a word um, some time ago, saying that, you know, there's a promotion coming. I, tr- I, I believe God as well. And, you know, I applied for a position. And to my, to my surprise, I wasn't even expecting the interview invite. Same ministry. Um, and I was in level eight. But this position was a level 12. And I, I, I trust God. I say, you, you do what only you can do, right? So I applied, and the, the interview came. It was an test interview. I was like, okay. Uh, I prepared, and I did the interview. And I said, God, take all the glory. Let your name be, you know, be um, exalted. And to my surprise, the next day, you know, the next day I got a call saying you've been given a position. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And to me, uh, as I said, this God, this God answers prayer. This God answers prayer. Once you commit yourself to God, commit your ways to him, he answers prayers. This is, I mean, the, the, the feedback was like, this is rare. 8 to 12, it's a high jump. And I was like, well, it's God, right? It can only be God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name for another opportunity to, to learn at your feet. Lord, I have come here not because of my own understanding, but I've come here that you use me as a vessel. Lord, as your word comes for this morning, we pray that this word will reach every heart and will transform lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, use this word as a sword that will break everything that needs to be broken in our heart, that is not bringing us fruit. And everything that needs to be purged, Lord, we pray this word will purge it. And we pray that this word will come as, 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 as a fire that will quicken our, our spirit and that will take us to the next level in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, that those who are listening online as well, Lord, we pray you meet them at every point of their end. This word will be a word that will never be forgotten in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak through me, oh God, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
If you're excited to bring God's presence this morning, shout hallelujah. All right. So my, my, my teaching this morning is titled um, Multiply. You know, I was trying to look for a team that was not too tilted to, you know, um, the area that I, I speak more on. Um, so I, I, tied, I, I subtitled this, The Principles and Practice for Exponential Increase. Hallelujah. That looks like a big grammar. <laughs> the principles, but the focus here is the principles and the practices. You know, um, we, we hear a lot in this, in this church, pastor preaches a lot of word and, you know, we pray and all of that. Uh, but, but there are certain things that will not happen ex, uh, except we imbibe some principles, some practices, you know, that will give us supernatural increase, exponential increase. My scripture today, I only have one scripture, um, and that is, and I will, you know, talk about other scriptures, but this is my main scripture. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 to 28. For those of us online, please, you have to hold your Bible because it's not displayed on the screen. For Genesis chapter 1, from verse 27 to 28. The Bible says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God said, and God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. The, the, the main theme of my teaching today is the, the, the multiply part of it. Hallelujah. God said, he created man in his image, and then he blessed them. He empowered them. He gave them authority. And he said, be fruitful. Now, the fruitful is a different ballgame entirely because once the Lord has given you that, you know, that blessing, he has placed in you a seed. And he says, be fruitful. So by default, even if you don't do much effort, without much effort, if you plant a seed on the ground with the right soil, with the right uh, um, water and sunlight, the soil will germinate, right? The, the, the seed will germinate and bring fruit. So by default, you'll bring fruit. And, and it still requires some work, right? It still requires some work from our part. But by default, if you plant a seed, it will grow. But the part where, you know, we have to begin to do more than just a default position is the multiply part. He said multiply. Multiply will not happen if you don't take intentional steps towards it. Multiply will not happen if you don't do, you know, deliberate about the seed God has placed in your life. And we hear a lot about, you know, the, the, the word that we hear in this place. But one thing I have come to understand and I've seen about, you know, we Christians and we believers is that we don't do that part that requires our effort. We allow things, okay, this is a word. We have prayed and we trust God to do it. But we forgot that part that says that we also have to play our own part. Hallelujah. So the multiply part here. Is an intentional, I, I define it, I think I have it here. Uh, okay. Now we're going to start for what does it mean to multiply? Let me go into my teaching. What does it mean to multiply? As a, as a believer, we have been called to, the Bible says that when Christ left, he said, greater works have I done that, uh, that I did, you will do. So what does it mean to multiply as Christians? What, what, why should we multiply? What was, why is it that that's the first thing when God created man, he said, he blessed them, he said, be fruitful and multiply. Why? Why are we called to multiply as Christians? Hallelujah. I define here, multiply means a deliberate effort to grow and expand that which, has been, which you have received or have been bestowed in your possession. If God has blessed you, if God has said be fruitful, now he also requires you to multiply. 
right? And now it's a deliberate effort. It's a deliberate effort on your part. As much as you pray, you trust God for increase, there's, there's a path for you, there's a role for you to play in multiplying that which God has given, into you, given to you. All right. So the first thing here, when you talk about why should you multiply or what does it mean to multiply, the first thing here is you understand that it's your seed. The Lord has given unto you a seed, and those seed, first one here, the seed that God has given to you to multiply is the gift and talent that he has given to you. He has given to you a seed. When, you, when he created you, he blessed you, and he planted into you a seed. And those, that seed there is the, 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 the gift and talent that he has given to you. So as Christians, you know, I, I see a lot of Christians, and we go through life, you know, um, you know live just by default, and things are not happening. We're not, we're not experiencing the growth and increase that we desire, but we forgot to understand that God has given unto us a seed, and it's our responsibility to begin to express those seed, express those gifts that he has given to you. What is the gift that God has given to you? What is the, the, the talent that has been placed inside of you, right? So that's the question for us this morning. As we begin to look at how do we multiply what God has given to us, how are, are we as Christians begin to spread, you know, especially for the, the, we as Christians who are, who are called to, to disciple and called to spread the word of God, how are we going to do that? It's by multiplying. Now, if God has given you a gift, how do you express that? How do you multiply that so that people can begin to benefit from that which you have, he has given unto you, right? The second thing there to look at is your spirit. How, and this is where you begin to influence people. If God has given unto you a, a, a seed and you're being fruitful, which means you're, 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 people are, are participating in what God has given to you. People are, are, are able to hold and feel and, uh, uh, and be a part of what God has, uh, has blessed you with. But the next step is, how do you then multiply it? We multiply it by your spirit, by influencing people. This is where, even as Christians, we begin to think beyond just ourselves. How can we as Christians begin to influence people? This is where you begin to mentor people, even as Christians. You begin to look at, okay, I have a seed in me, I am fruitful, but I also know that the calling of God upon my life is to multiply, which means that whatever, you know, the, the, the spirit that God has bestowed upon you in terms of when you give your life to Christ, you have to find a way to express that by mentoring others, by helping others, by making sure that what God has placed in you affects other lives. And then your fruit. Your fruit, which means that what, what God has given to you has to become something tangible. And this is where, you know, we as Christians begin to look. For example, one of the fruit that we can say today is pastor. For example, he look at his books. He has, God has given him a seed, but he has been able to translate that seed through the spirit of God into something tangible that we can all read and, you know, it affects our lives. So as Christians, my main focus of this multiply principle is beginning to look at our minds, how we think, how we, how, we, how we see ourselves as Christians, that beyond the job that you're doing, for example, there's a place where you are meant to express and people are, people are meant to participate in what God has given to you in tangible terms. So in books, for example, in, 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 in products, in, in services, in things that would extend the gifts that God has given to you to others. All right? Because if you want to experience an exponential increase, it will not happen by 
just the job that you do. It will not happen by, you know, uh, the, the, the regular things that you do. You have to go on an extra mile. You know what they call, you know, when people talk about the multiple streams of income, which means that even as you want to, you know, you want to experience increase in your life, in every area of your life, in your family, you have to find a way to express that where people can begin to feel it in tangible terms. Hallelujah. The fact that God has blessed you does not mean that becoming fruitful and multiplier would happen by default. It takes a deliberate effort. And we'll talk about that. How, how can you then begin to multiply? But I want to establish this fact that as Christians, we are called to multiply. If you don't multiply, you begin to see your life shrinking. You begin to ask yourself, okay, that's when you begin to see people asking themselves, what exactly am I called to do in life? Does life really have a meaning? Because if we don't begin to have that mentality that God has called us to multiply so that there must be something other than you. And this is not just only about procreation where you begin to have uh, uh, children. But what if you leave this earth today, how are we going to be, how, how, how do we know that you came here? That's the essence of multiplication or multiplying such that people can witness. And that's how you see people increase. People experience growth today. People experience uh, increase in every area of life because they are thinking in that direction that life is beyond me. There has to be an expression of God's gift to me on earth so that people can see it, feel it, touch it, and begin to relate with it. That's the, that's, that's the platform where we begin to see increase in our lives. Hallelujah. Why should you multiply? So you might ask me, so why, why, why should I multiply as a Christian? Can't I just, you know, live my life and, you know, just go my business as usual? Why should I multiply? Number one, you are God's image. The very, the very fact that you're designed by God's image, you look at the Bible, the scripture in 27, it said, let us make man in our own image. And if you know God, God is a God that creates. God is a God that, uh, that, that goes beyond what is usual. He creates. He created you and me. The things that we feel and touch today that are helping and impacting our lives are because, is because of the, the creative ability of God. So the reason why you should multiply is because you are God's image. And if, you're, if you don't do that which God has called you to do, which is a commandment, then you're not fulfilling purpose. Your God's image requires you that you multiply. So you begin to think about how can I extend the gifts that God has given to me to the world. That's the reason why you must multiply. It is a mandate. It's an instruction. He said, be. When, it's, when, God, when someone say, be here by 10, it means that you have the capacity to be here by 10, and that's why it was, it's an instruction. So when God says, be fruitful and multiply, it means that he has given you the capacity to multiply. It's an instruction, and it's required for the next point. It determines your relevance and fulfillment. If you want to be fulfilled and be relevant in today's day and age, you have to multiply. Even as we as Christians, we take it to our place of work uh, and, 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 and the things that we do, if we don't have this mentality, we'll probably be stuck in our position on where we are. But when we begin to think about the fact that my work is beyond just the, the job description, but also the extension of who I am and who God has called me to be, you begin to think creatively. You begin to go beyond your, 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 your call of duty. And that's when you begin to find relevance. 
That's why you begin to find fulfillment. That's why you, you see some people being in the, in the place of work and you, you ask them, why is these people, you know, why are they growing? Why are they doing much more? Why are they doing better? Because they have a different mindset. Their mindset is not that they're just here and just here to do their job, but they are here because they, they, they know that they're God's image. They know that there's a mandate upon their life to multiply, to be fruitful. And before you know it, things begin to work out and they begin to find areas that they can express God's gift in their life. I always believe that man is not called to a one-way street, which means that if God has given you the gift of singing, for example, he expects you to multiply that gift. He's not going to stop there just singing in your church, for example. He wants you to go beyond the, the, the four walls of your church and use that voice to impart lives. If God has given you the gift of, of teaching. He ex doesn't expect you to, to wait or stay the poopy left. For example, this is not my first time teaching. But there are other ways to express that gift. For example, our pastor has produced a book. He's now on the podcast. You must find a way. The only way you can be relevant and fulfilled in, in life is when you understand this principle of multiplication. You must multiply. It's a mandate. That's, there's no two ways about it. So you, you constantly want to be thinking how this, the, the, this work that I do, even in, in business, if you don't think about multiplication, if you don't think about how can your product, how can what you do extend, you, you, you'll find yourself going, losing, losing market share. You're, you're, you're going to be extinct. All right? So it's, it's important for us as Christians. You know, each time I see, you know, believers, I, I, I see that, you know, we're stuck and sometimes we don't, we don't grow. And you, you see people of the world, they're like, oh, how are they doing this? How are they doing that? Because they understand that they are called to multiply. It's your mindset. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you to begin to think about it. I, what is it that God has placed inside of me? And how do I begin to multiply that? This is a teaching that we can go in more in-depth. But how can I begin to multiply? Because that's the only way you can be relevant and you can be fulfilled in life. That's the only way we can give God glory. If only the people who have participated in what God has called you to do or the gift in your life is just your family and friends, then there's a problem. Because even the ministry that God, you know, Christ came to the ministry was not just for his father and mother. Where were you? I'm, I'm somewhere. I have to teach. Even when Jesus Christ was a young, young, young boy. Because the ministry that God has called us to do is not just for family and friends. It's to extend beyond the, 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 the four walls of where we are. Hallelujah. So I want us to begin to think as Christians. It's a call for us to begin to think. Coming to church, we're hearing the word of God. But how are we applying that to begin to, you know, to such that way we leave this earth. People will be aware that you're here. That's, 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 that's the essence. Christ said, greater works that I do, you will do. So it is expected of us that we do much more. In our work, in our careers, in our family, that we do much more. Hallelujah. And this will be an extension. You know, once you begin to think like this, it will change the way you walk. Someone said, you know, I was, I was having um, um, an interview sometime, and they said, why, why, do, why are you so passionate about this work? I said, for me, it's beyond this work that I do. It's beyond the job description. I have a calling upon my life. I'm called to multiply. 
So I must find ways to express that which God has called me to do. Which means that because he has given unto you the creative spirit, he blessed you. The blessing of God is, 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 is the divine, divine blessing that you are going to multiply. And then the other part of replenishing the earth and subduing it and, and having dominion. But it starts by multiplying. If you take a seed and you plant it on the ground, it's going to bring fruit. And it could be good for you and your family. But if that seed is going to impact lives, then it has to be multiplied. So which means that even when you get that fruit, you also have to take that fruit and put it to another you know, soil and begin to spread it so that it can get to more people. That's how people make even more money. <laughs> or how people make more impact. Or how people become more relevant. Because they understand that whatever they have, they multiply. If you look at the scriptures there where you see Christ saying, oh, uh, the, the, there's a parable where you give them a coin and the, the expectation was that that, that be multiplied. And those who just kept it and hid it somewhere, they, they, they had their own fair share of, 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 of blessing. But those who took that seed and said they went to market it, um, to the marketplace to get more, those were the people that God rewarded. Your blessing is tied to your ability to multiply. That, what, that which God has given to you. If you want to ex experience more increase, then you begin to think beyond just yourself. Hallelujah. So how do you multiply? This is a, you know, different, I'm going to be sharing different things. Um, but I, I just want to touch on a few things. How do you multiply? Because it's a mindset. It's a state of mind. It is, it is. It is understanding what God has called you to do and then begin to approach life in that direction. Number one, if you want to be able to multiply, you must have a mission. What do I mean by having a mission? It means that your approach to life must be mission-oriented, which means that if you're doing anything you're doing, there must be a mission behind why you're doing it. If you're going to your place of work, there must be a mission be, be, behind the work that you do. Someone, you know, I was interviewing some time ago in a position when I came to Canada. It was a retail position as a store clerk. And the guy asked me at the interview, where do you see yourself in three years? I said, in three years, if I'm still with this company, I should be a manager. I should be in management. And he said, it doesn't happen that way. Let me give you the organizational chart. And he broke it down for me. He said, it doesn't take, you can't take you three years. You, you, you can't do that in three years. The highest you should be in three years is a team lead. I said, well, let's see. And in two years, it happened. I became a manager. And it's not because... I was better than every other person. It was because there was a mission. If you, if you approach life from the standpoint that you are here on a mission, things will be different for you. Hallelujah. You are here on a mission. Have a mission orientation. As you go through life, your place of work, the things that you do, have a mission orientation. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing will be added to you. The only way things will be added to you is if you seek. And seek means a mission mindset. Seek ye first, which means that the things of God should be your top priority. Be mission oriented. Have a mission. Have a mission. What am I called to do? God has called me to multiply. So how do I do that? Let that keep, let that be in, in your mind. Anywhere you go, what is the mission here? What is the goal here? One of the first things, you know, uh, when Pastor told me about this ministry and all of that, was I bought it to the mission. 
If, I, if there was no mission, I won't be here. But I brought you to the mission. Right? So we must have that mission orientation if we are going to multiply. If we're going to increase that which, that which God has given to, our, given to us as, as seed and gift and talent, we must have that mission orientation. And if we also must experience exponential increase in our life. Hallelujah. Number two, you seek understanding. It says somewhere, seek understanding like your life depends on it. A lot of times we go through life without understanding. And that's, that's, that's a, a disaster waiting to happen. Proverbs chapter 4, 24, verse 3 to 4. Hallelujah. I don't have that scripture up here, but I'm going to open it here. If you have your Bible, let's open it there together. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. Seek understanding. Why are we doing what we're doing? A lot of times, the people who get the better opportunity are those who ask why. They want to understand. Because by understanding, you get, you get what we're doing. You understand what is going on. You're not moving about life just like that. Because you have an understanding of how things work. You have an understanding of the needs of others. You're better able to approach life and do things that you do that God has called you to do with better clarity. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 to 4. It a true wisdom is a house builded, and by understanding it is established. Hallelujah. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hallelujah. By understanding it is established. If you want to be established in your work, your, any area of your life, you must seek understanding. How is, and, and that happens by asking questions. You know, in this part of the world, there's this idea that if you ask questions, you, you almost look like you, 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 you don't know what's going on. People feel, you know, uh, um, shy to ask questions. And that's, that's, that's the wrong approach. If you're mission-oriented, you must seek understanding. And that's and the, 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 the truth about it is that those who ask questions are the ones who get the attention of those who, who matter. Those who ask questions shows that you are committed to what you want to do. So if you're in a place of work, for example, if you don't ask questions and you feel like, okay, I will just figure it out. Because you, you find people, you know, where, my place of work, is, and they have a meeting and nobody asks questions. But you that ask questions, the next thing they come after is, sorry, what did they say? Do you understand? Why did you ask the question there? People are afraid to ask questions. But if you're a person who wants to experience exponential increase in your life, in, in, in your work, you must seek understanding. That's where you get clarity. That's how you know what you want to do. That's how you go about life. Because a lot of times people do a lot of things. And you find out that it's because they lack understanding. You seek understanding. Hallelujah. Quick to learn. This is another very important part. Part. If you want to experience exponential increase, you must be quick to learn. Which means that learning must become part and parcel of you. You must, you must seek learning. You must, be, you must have a teachable spirit. At the first point of Christ's ministry, he went about learning. He was quick to learn because he understood that his assignment that God has given to him has a timeline. So he was quick to learn. So if you understand that, that we are here on a mission as Christians and we have, as much as he has given us life abundance, but there's a time to everything. So we must be quick to learn. If we want to be the ones who are going to make impact, if we want to experience increase, we must be quick to learn. 
we must be those who don't shy away from learning. Because I find a lot of times, you know, I, and I'm using example of work because that's, that's one major part of our life. You spend eight hours at work, you come back home, and the next time you're, you're, you know, you're going to sleep at all. But your active time is spent at work. Especially all of us who are here are adults. Your active time, except you're retired, even, even if you're retired as well. Some people who are retired still go back to work. But why I'm using the case of work is because that's where we spend most of our time. So we must be quick to learn. If we want to advance in this area of life, we must not shy away from learning. Christians must be the first to say yes. If you say you want to launch a program, who are those who are going to be part of the pilot? Yes, I want to be a part of the pilot program. I want to learn. I want to be able to, because the more you know, the better you know, the better you do. Hallelujah. Number four, invest time. And I want to put the last point there, invest time wisely. Invest time wisely. Invest your time wisely. Whatever you invest your time in will tell. So if you want to, you know, you're trusting God for increase. You're trusting God to become better. What are you investing your time in? You know, pastor comes here and, you know, we say, oh, this is the book that we want you to read. Oh, go and download this podcast. And this is all of that is for our own increase. It's for us to have exponential increase. But the question is, if you don't invest your time in these things, you will not see the fruit. If you want to change your life, someone said, if you want to change your life in the next five years, go and check what you invest your time in. Now, if you spend your time, you know, uh, doing things that, might, that would not translate into the increase that you're expecting, then there's a problem. So we must begin to invest our time wisely, invest our time in books, in study. If you're driving, for example, rather than playing the radio station that is telling you about the news and the bad news, why not put the podcast of Supernatural Life on, on, on Spotify and listen as you go? There's a free version. There's a free version. Because sometimes people, people shut down any idea because they feel that money is involved. But I want us to understand that if you seek understanding, you want to ask questions. So how else can I get it? How else can I have access to this thing, even if I don't have the money to pay for it? So we go and look for it. <laughs> you get a free version because you know that the, the, the calling upon your life is important and nothing should stop you from doing that. So if you're driving, for example, this is a wake-up call for some of us. If you're driving, for example, put that podcast in. Listen. Invest your time. If you, want to change, if you want to change your life in the next one year, check what you invest your time in. If you want to do that, you want to change your life in the next one month, invest your time wisely. So oh, they, they were saying at work, you know, when I started, they were like, uh, you know, I, yes, I socialize, I come out and have, you know, coffee and all of that. But when I'm having, you know, sometimes you have downtime and people just do a lot of things. But we study. You, you know, because the, the platform is there. Go and learn. And before you do it, they begin to call you and say, oh, we want to try this thing out. We want to try this thing out. And you see that people, because you're investing your time. I remember when I came, the manager was like, because once I do the course, she gets an alert. That he's like, <laughs> he was like, you're crushing this thing. I was like, how are you? And I'm like, yes, because there's a calling. There's a mission here. I'm not just here because... I want to do my job and go home. I 
if you understand this, we'll be in a better position. If you want more raise, go and check what you spend your time in. If you want to get a better job, you want to change career, go and check your time. Check, check how you invest your time. Are you investing your time in the things that will take you to that level? If you want to change career, what are you investing your time in right now? It's important because the thing is that we are so swamped up with a lot of things going on around. Information here and there. Things are happening. In a day, you can be so swamped with kids, with all of that. But how you spend your time, you must find that time. Hallelujah. Next point, value ideas. This is very critical. If you want to experience exponential increase, value ideas. Someone said somewhere that when God gives you an instruction, a lot of times people neglect ideas. When God gives you an instruction, sometimes it comes an idea. You want something to change, you want to do something. God, God is speaking to you, giving you ideas. You're reading the Bible. How do you translate the, what the scripture has said into what you can apply right now? To change your life or to change the trajectory of your life or to do something. or do It's by ideas. And God speaks every day. This is, okay, this is how I want you to position yourself. This is what I want you to do. This is the course I want you to take. Value it, which means that we must begin to be conscious of documentation. This is the day and age of iPad and iTab and all of that. But we, you know, it, it has somehow taken us away from writing. Putting down things. God is speaking to you. This is the next instruction for your next level. Write it down. It's an idea. Write it down and begin to implement it. Because we see a lot of times, you know, why is it that people in the world are the ones who are doing these things? Launching this, doing that, getting the increase. Because they value ideas. They value insights. You could be hearing the, you know, the teaching from a pastor and God is speaking to you in a different thing entirely. But if you don't value it, you will not write it down. And if you don't write it down, you'll forget it. And before you know, that's something that might change your life. That could change your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Value ideas. It's very important. Take a pen. Write it down. What God has called you to do. The things that he's speaking to you to do. Value it. Because that's the thing that can change your life. Next, position. Positioning for increase. Positioning for increase. How are you positioned for the next level? How are you positioned for what God has called you to do? How are you positioning yourself? Oftentimes, you know, it will take us going beyond our circle to going to the place that would give us that visibility. And I'm saying this because it's very important as Christians that we look, not expect God to do everything for us. And we pray and we do nothing. If we want, you know, the work that I do, you know, I, I do a lot of consulting and, you know, helping people, de you know, um, develop career plans and stuff like that. And a lot of times people come and they're like, oh, I've been applying for a job for two years and all of that, no interview. Or some will say, I've, I've, I've been in Canada for a long time and I've not been able to get, get into the career and all of that that I want to do or stuff. And oftentimes when you look at them, they're doing the same thing. They're not positioning themselves for success. They're not positioning themselves for the opportunities they're looking for. So you must begin to think about the assignment that God has given to me. Where should I stay? Where should I be in? To be able to assess that. 
which means that if your own case is just church and the house and your work, and there's nothing else that you're doing to position yourself for the next level, then there's, there's, a, there's a problem. If you, for example, the things that you're doing, there's, there's an association that is involved in that. Are you part of that association? Or there's a platform where people who do these things are. Are you taking advantage of it? You see the case of Christ, he will leave his disciples and he will, because he has an assignment. Sometimes he will have to dodge some other people and go to this particular place to preach the gospel. He has to be in a position. He has to be in the position for increase. He has to be in the position of his assignment. So what are the things that you're doing right now that's positioning you for the next level? Position could mean that you've seen that, okay, the next two years or three years, this is where you want to be. Okay, I need to begin to do this particular program or this particular course. That's positioning. That is waiting, preparing yourself for the increase you're expecting. Hallelujah. Positioning is very important. Even as we as a, as a church, we're finding different ways to position ourselves. If we're expecting growth, we're expecting increase, we have to position ourselves for that increase. Pastor mentioned today, we, we did, uh, you know, publicity with the flyers and all of that. That is part of our positioning. So you as an individual, how are you positioned for success? Where, where can they find you? If people are looking for someone who can do this, can they find you? Because a lot of times you, we just, just hide. The Bible says that we are light and we're meant to shine. If you're in a bush, you cannot be in a, under a bushel, which means that the light must be seen. You must, you must intentionally put yourself in a position where you can be seen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what are you doing? It's, it's, it's a strategy. You look at the, the, the case of, uh, of Joseph. He could as well just be in that, in that prison without, without telling people, you know, interpreting dreams. He could have just kept his mouth shut. But because he understood that beyond being a prisoner, he has a calling upon his life. And he answered to that. So which means that where you are right now, even if you're, you know, you're just doing your job, but you know that there's a calling upon your life, then you must begin to do some certain things that will position for the next level. How did I get this position that I got? Hallelujah. It's because I haven't done anything this, in this level before. It's a, pro, a senior program analyst position. I have been doing career co coaching and career consulting. So my you know, colleagues probably uh, will want you. Because I knew that beyond the job that I'm doing, for me to position myself for increase, I must begin to speak in that, in that term. So when I'm talking to my manager or I'm talking to a director and all of that, I am seeing those things. I am learning about these things and I'm making sure that they know that I've learned them. <laughs> because when this opportunity begins to come, a lot of times we wait for the opportunity to come. But the opportunity doesn't wait for you. You have to be prepared for the opportunity. Because sometimes opportunity shows up and you're not prepared. And the opportunity goes. So the position for increase here, for experience, means that we must actively, continuously position ourselves. Do the things that would position. Because the truth is this. If we as Christians are not going up, how are we going to impact lives? If we as Christians are not in those positions, how are we going to change how things are done? This is a wake-up call to us as Christians because the calling upon our lives is not to be, to, to, to be at the bottom. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and righteousness. The kingdom of God is not, is not bread and butter. It is 
<laughs> it's a life of significance. So wherever we are, wherever we find ourselves, we must continuously position ourselves for the next level. You must be doing that. You being asked when you go back home today, this is where I want to be in the next two, five years. This is what God has called me to do. How am I positioning myself? Which means we must open our mouth and begin to speak. We must begin to tell people the things that we are passionate about. You meet someone, in the, in, in, you go somewhere and you're talking, and you, you connect to that person. Because you know that there's a calling upon your life. You don't shy away from the things that God has placed inside of you. You speak. You say it. You do those things. And you see that people begin to identify us. Okay, this is, if I want this, I call this person. I told someone, people can, even without applying for a job, for example, recruiters can find you. But you have to be in a position where they can find you. Hallelujah. Amen. The next point, take the lead. Take the lead. Hallelujah. Someone said, it's not about how competent you are. It's about who starts first. The race is not to the strong, it's who starts first. Who gets in line, who gets ahead first. Sometimes if you give, once you get an advantage and you're in the front, oftentimes it helps you. So take the lead, which means that for what God has called you to do, begin to take responsibility. Step out in faith. Expose yourself to your destiny helpers. We pray for destiny helpers sometimes, but we don't know that sometimes they have to, they're looking for us. Your destiny helper is looking for you, but they can't find you. So take the lead. Take responsibility. Hallelujah. And the last point, say yes. Say yes. A lot of times we say a lot of no's. And we expect increase. Oftentimes you, you don't have to be ready. You don't have to be fully equipped. But as long as you say yes to the calling of God upon your life, as long as you say yes to God, you say yes to the vision that God has called you to do, you say yes to the expectations that God has placed in your heart, things will begin to change for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that's, 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 my, that's my, my, my talk this morning for us. Say yes to what God has called. What is that thing that God has called you to do? How do you want to be remembered when you're out of this world? You're going to say yes to the calling of God upon your life and take action. For us here as Christians, I'm not about this Christianity of just, you know, trusting God and faith. But if you don't take action, then we'll be where we are. Hallelujah. I don't want to take much of our time. Hallelujah. So I see what pastor has to go through. <laughs> And I rush you, my God, I'm also, I'm also late. Oh, Father. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name for your word. We thank you because you have done great things for us. You have blessed us. We thank you for your blessing. Lord, we pray that the grace to take action, the grace to multiply, Lord, we pray you will release unto us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree and declare that every fear in our heart takes the step. Lord, we crush those fears this morning. We pray that the courage to be able to step out, to be able to position ourselves, to be able to say yes to the calling of God upon our lives. Lord, we pray you grant unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that this word that has been sown in our hearts will bring forth fruit and multiply. In Jesus' mighty name we pray.